Hello, hello, my friend, and welcome to another podcast episode. Today, we're going to be talking about a different aspect of a teacher side hustle, and that is those mistakes that you want to avoid as you're growing and developing your teacher side hustle. Here's the thing. Understanding how having a teacher side hustle is an important part of your overall classroom exit strategy is obviously something we spend a lot of time discussing, but in today's episode, we're digging in to the dark side. Okay, maybe it's not quite as suspenseful as all of that, but knowing that there are some pitfalls you will encounter while growing your teacher side hustle is really important. So we're going to dig into the five mistakes you need to avoid, like the plague, when growing your teacher side hustle and what you should do instead. So if you're ready, let's get to it. Welcome to the Classroom Exit Strategies Podcast, a podcast for teachers who are thinking about leaving the classroom or starting a side hustle to grow into a self-sustaining business. My name is Jennifer Holt, and I'm here to provide you with strategic action steps designed to help you leave the classroom on your terms. So let's jump right into the five mistakes or pitfalls that many teachers will run into as they try to grow their teacher side hustle. Number one, consider your side hustle a hobby. While we've talked about the difference between a hobby side hustle and a business side hustle before on the podcast, it bears repeating. You cannot become successful or take your side hustle to full-time business status if you view it as a hobby. It just won't work. There are going to be times you don't feel like putting in the effort and growing your side hustle, but if you ever want your little side business to grow, you have to push through those feelings. Now, just to be clear, I'm not talking talking about pushing through exhaustion. I will never tell you to do that. I'm simply referring to the times you would rather do something else. Any business owner will tell you that starting a business is hard work. However, if you've listened to the episodes with Michelle Griffo, Nikki Dengraudo, Tanya Marshall, or Melanie Ramos, just to name a few, you know that all of the hard work is worth it. Owning your own business gives you a flexible schedule, control over your decisions, and the opportunity to grow your income exponentially. But with those wonderful things comes pushing through those I don't want to's and the I don't feel like it's in order to grow. So what should you do instead? Well, the only way you will be able to grow your teacher's side hustle is to view it as a business and be the best employee your business has, even if you're the only one. Apply your best effort to every task and notice how your attitude toward your side hustle shifts from hobby to business. Number two, think only large chunks of time will move your business forward. Most business owners begin their journey as side hustlers who are working in small pockets of time. And that's why you hear so many success stories that began with working on these activities for an hour before heading off to a regular full-time job or working after kids went to sleep for the night. The truth is, most of us actually make more progress doing small routine tasks every day. And those small tasks are the things that help push us and our businesses forward. And is best-selling book, The Slight Edge, Jeff Olson states, the things you do every single day. The things that don't look dramatic, that don't even look like they matter, do matter. They not only make a difference, they make 
all the difference. He goes on to add, the difference that will make all the difference between success and failure, between achieving the quality of life you want and settling for less than you desire and deserve, lies 100% in which of those little insignificant actions you choose to do. Doing those small insignificant things is really easy to do, but the flip side is that those things are just as easy not to do. And if you think you can only work in large chunks of time, you're robbing yourself of valuable work time that could be setting you up to be in the position for which you've been waiting. So what should you do instead? Dedicate 30 minutes each day to working on and growing your teacher side hustle. You don't have to have four hours a day to make progress. Remember, slow and steady wins the race. Spend that 30 minutes on one specific task you need to accomplish and then just walk away. If you have extra time, excellent. Take advantage of the time. But if not, don't count it as a loss. Take it one step further and consider creating a spreadsheet with all of the small tasks you need to complete to finish a larger assignment. Then check off each small task you do so that you immediately know where to pick up the next day. This guarantees that your time is optimized and not wasted trying to figure out what you should do next. Number three, use contracted teaching hours to work on your side hustle. Okay, this is a tough one because the truth is when we get frustrated with our full-time job, we find an overabundance of excitement about our side hustle. But as teachers, we're being paid to do our jobs well and we have to be present in the moment in order to be our best. So it's important to remember that when you're at school during contracted hours, you should be working on school-related activities, not your side hustle. Now, I know the lines can get a little bit blurred if you have a TPT shop because the resources you create for your own classroom and students are typically the ones that make it into your TPT shop. However, you signed a contract with your district that said you would be a teacher during those specific contracted hours. Therefore, it's important that you're holding up your end of the bargain and fulfilling your contract to the best of your ability. If you're working on an activity for your students, it's completely appropriate to complete that during your contracted hours. But if it has anything to do with writing a TPT description, sending an email to your followers, taking pictures for your social media graphics, or the like, you need to wait until you're off the clock. Now, I know, I know, I know, I know. This is tough love, but it's true. Now, don't do what I typically do, which is beat yourself up if you found yourself doing side hustle work during the school day in the past, because the truth is we can't change the past, but we do have control over our present and we have the power to change our actions starting right now. Because you're being paid for a job as a teacher, not as a social media manager or an email specialist, do your very best as a teacher. Then when you get home, put on your side hustle hat and go for it. But I want to share one more thing before I mention what you want to do instead of falling for this pitfall. I know how difficult it will be for you to separate your full-time job and your side hustle. The truth is that over time, it will be increasingly difficult to keep them both going at top notch. You'll find yourself physically worn out and decision fatigue will be rearing its ugly head. And it's at this point that you will have to decide something is going to have to change. And most likely, it'll be your side hustle. So just be prepared for what separating your full-time job and side hustle will mean for your time and your attention, and then do what you need to do. So what should you do instead? Teach to the best of your ability while in the classroom. Make sure you're using your time wisely while you're at school so that you're able to leave as soon as your contracted hours are completed. 
Then use your time outside the classroom to make progress on your side hustle. Remember, anytime you do the right thing, it will ultimately turn out better. Pinky promise. Number four, choose a side hustle because it's what others are doing. Have you ever heard the phrase or maybe used the phrase, but everyone else was doing it? Yeah, well, this is basically peer pressure 101. We teach our kids not to be swayed by what others are doing because we want them to think for themselves and make their own decisions. Yet, ironically, as adults, we tend to fall prey to the same struggles. We think selling resources on TPT is the best side hustle because it makes sense for many teachers. But that doesn't mean it's a good fit for you. If you don't like creating teaching resources, find something else to do. Growing your side hustle is only going to happen if you're passionate about what you do. Otherwise, you'll never find the time or make the time for it to work. Let's be honest. If given the option, no one wants to work on things they don't enjoy. So in terms of your long-term goals and growing your side hustle into a full-time job, you want to make sure it's something you're interested in and will continue to love over time. Otherwise, you're pretty much just setting yourself up for burnout and failure. So what should you do instead? Consider your interests and passions. This is going to be the perfect starting point for finding a side hustle that will be perfect for you. If you haven't already, listen to podcast episode number two called How to Find the Perfect Job Outside the Classroom. Then take the career inventory I discuss in that episode and apply the things that you learn. So that brings us to number five. Continue doing something that isn't working. For everything, there is a season. And it's no different when we talk about growing your side hustle. It's very possible that a side hustle may be perfect for a while, but eventually not be a good fit for your needs. Let me give you an example in my own life. After teaching for two years in the classroom, my first son was born and I became a stay-at-home mom. During my time as a stay-at-home mom, I found Premier Designs jewelry and I ended up being quite successful as a jeweler and a sponsor. At one point, I had 25 different women that I was leading through this journey. But when my youngest son turned five, I realized that as successful as I had been with Premier, it was time for me to think about shifting my focus back to being a classroom teacher. So after much prayer and discussion with my husband, I decided not to renew my contract as a jeweler. You see, it wasn't a lack of success that brought me to this point. It was the realization that it was just time to move on to something different. Think about it. When you went to college, you most likely planned on teaching until retirement. Yet you're listening to this podcast right now because you're at a crossroads determining whether or not leaving the classroom and growing your own side hustle into a full-time business are the next best steps for you. Plans can change, and it's important to recognize that if you realize you've lost your passion or you see the proverbial writing on the wall about your side hustle, don't be afraid to change as needed. Now, let me be clear here. I'm not proposing that you immediately walk away from your side hustle simply because you're facing resistance. I'm referring to the danger in continuing to spin your wheels working on a side hustle that is no longer serving you. So don't view this as a license to jump from one shiny new object to the next. It takes consistent progress compounded over time to grow your side hustle into a self-sustaining business. However, if you do see that your side hustle is no longer meeting your needs, you need to choose a new side hustle or career that more directly aligns with your current goals. The truth is, every side hustle isn't going to pan out during every season of your life. So what should you do instead? Well, first, acknowledge the fact that not every side hustle is the best side hustle for you in every season. Then, take a hard look at the data. Notice any trends that might be causing changes in your income and ask yourself, is this a consistent yearly downturn in income? Is this a progressive decrease that shows no sign of changing? Am I still enjoying the work? Has something changed that is having a negative impact 
impact on my income? The answers to these questions and any others that you might choose to pursue will reveal whether your current side hustle is worth digging into and working through or simply walking away from. In your journey of growing your teacher side hustle, you need to know what steps you can take to become successful. But you also need to be aware of the pitfalls you might encounter along the way that could derail even your best efforts. Putting up safeguards to ensure that you are prepared for what might happen will save you lots of heartache and a whole lot of wasted time. The truth is, you will face tough decisions, but understanding when you need to shift gears accordingly will help you make informed decisions that set you up for success as you are growing your teacher side hustle. I am so excited to be on this journey with you, and if you would like a little bit of insight and a little bit of external advice from someone who's been doing this a little while, I would love to have you join me for a free discovery call. We would meet via Zoom and we can talk about a various number of topics related to leaving the classroom, starting your own business, whatever you might want to discuss. So I will leave a link in the show notes below. And until next time, thanks for listening to the Classroom Exit Strategies podcast at happyteachermama.com. I'm your host, Jennifer Holt, and I look forward to serving you in the next episode.